How's it going, everybody? I am Luke, and I am joined by Joe, as always. We have a special guest in the studio as well with us. Uh, he's not a member of TCB, but he's a good friend of ours. His name is Mike. He will be uh, quote-unquote producing today, so he'll be helping us uh, with some stuff, easing it, so maybe there won't be so much... He's a step in right now. Maybe there won't be so much dead air when we're waiting to pull up questions and stuff. But you know, it's good to be here. Thank you, Mike. Glad to be on. An avid listener of the show, a great follower of the brand. Yeah, you guys put out some good content. Thank you. Can't complain. Thank you. Thank Producer you. Mike, thank you. Producer Mike, thank you. Thank you, Producer Mike. Uh, as always, this show is brought to you by Just Dish and Hockey. Go to their website, justdishandhockey.com, and use the promo code TCB yes. at checkout for 10% off your purchase. They have some good stuff over there. I just purchased mm-hmm. a shirt from oh. Just Dish and yesterday, actually. Nice. The, the tooth shirt. Oh, Black cool. shirt, saber tooth on it. Mm-hmm. I just bought the... The new goat head hat when I went to the Sabres Leafs preseason game on Saturday. Thought it would be a nice compliment to have the hat, the goat head hat, two shirt. Mm-hmm. Looking fly. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, we would like to apologize for our absence earlier this week. We normally record on Mondays and the shows are out on Mondays, but there's a power outage in the studio mm-hmm. um, because the yeah, governing body of this institution. institution Gives a million dollars to an esports club, um, rather than investing in actual programs that aren't complete pipe dreams. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> but we're back. Uh, we're. I mean, how do you say it? We're. What, what's the word? We're back. Uh, yeah, we're back. I guess we're back. Yeah. You know, uh, we're a few back. days later. We like to we like to do our podcast on Mondays because you know it's Buffalo Bills football Monday. Mm-hmm. No one's talking about hockey, so. It's good timing for the people that want some hockey talk. They can yep. listen into the Charging Buffalo podcast. It's going to be yep. good. Yep. So not much really going on around the Buffalo Sabres, but have you been able to tune in to any of the preseason games? Because it seems like every time the Sabres are playing a preseason game, I am at work. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I watched a little bit of the Blue Jackets one. I saw Tate Thompson's goal. Nice shot. Uh, that is, I saw the end of the Leafs game, and that's about it. I don't care. I mean, it's preseason. It is preseason. I don't. Yes. I don't. But it's nice to I don't care. Get a look at some of the bubble guys. Look at the competition. Who aren't actually going to make the team? Exactly. <laughs> but yes, I did go to the Sabres Leafs game Saturday, as I mentioned a minute ago. Uh, pretty fun game. Pretty mm-hmm. fun game. Uh, two main standouts for me, as far as the new people go, Colin Miller and uh, Marcus Johansson. Those guys are going to be big pieces of this team. I think people, a lot of people were excited when the Sabres acquired Colin Miller from the Golden Knights, but I think he is a perfect complement to be on Rasmus Dahlin's, uh right side. If it's not Yoki Haru, I don't think they're going to put Yoki Haru with Dahlin at all. Maybe sometimes, but I don't see Kruger keeping that pair together for an extended period of time. You want to know what I just, I, I hate about talking about lineups and stuff and, like, matchups like that, pairings. They always change. It will always They're change. never going to be the same, so it's just, like... The good teams keep them together, though. 
for the most part. And I think we'll go over the roster in a little bit, and I'll tell you, we're not a good team. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll talk I about think that. this offseason, we got our hopes up. Mm-hmm. I, I just really have no faith that things are going to turn around this no. year. It's just going to – I think it's going to be one more year of suffering. Mm-hmm. And, then, and I don't care. You know what? Fine. It's up to that. Prove me wrong. After. Yeah, prove us wrong. Prove me I, wrong. I'm not going to sit here – on my soapbox and be like, oh, things are different. They're going to be fine. Yeah, they could be good, but it's more likely that they're going to be bad. And I know mm-hmm. it's it's hard to hear that. There's there's nothing that puts this team above the Canadians, uh, like even above, above the, the Panthers, Blue, above the Panthers, uh, even above the Blue Jackets. Quite frankly, because the Panthers have goaltending now. Mm-hmm. They do. Yep. Sir, say what you want about Surrey Bobrovsky. Yeah, he's overpaid, but he's in a different stratosphere. A few different stratospheres over than Carter Hutton and yes. Lena Salmark. Yes. And in, in an anonymous GM's poll, mm-hmm. which The Athletic put out, Carter Hutton was tied with Miko Koskinen as the worst starting goaltender in the NHL. Yep. And where does Lena Salmark rank amongst backup goaltenders in the NHL? The halfway point, maybe? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, come on. I've been saying for a while now. We don't have good goaltending, and they don't, they don't have good goaltending. You actually do need good goalies to win in the NHL. And they're it's under hard team control phase. for at least one more year, mm-hmm. at least one more year. So mm-hmm. things got to change. But where were we before? Oh, okay. Back so, to yeah, the sorry. Saturday preseason game that I was able to watch. Uh, pretty underwhelming performance from Jack Eichel, which <laughs> I know it's preseason. He he was. Try, I felt like he was do, doing but, a little too much with the puck, but I'm not going to get too hung up on that. Even if it is just preseason, we've had good lineups, and it's still concerning to see... Like the Blue what, Jackets game. Yeah. The, the Blue Jackets were, for the most part, playing the Cleveland Monsters roster, mm-hmm. and they took the Sabres to overtime. Right. And the the Penguins, that that game, we had Eichel playing, we had Skinner playing, Darlene was playing. And they choked. Miller was playing. They choked. And we blew a lead. Like, yeah. it's still... They still won the game, but... Mm-hmm. They choked. But still, that how does that possibly give you a positive outlook? Mm-hmm. And it, once is pre- it is preseason. Let's preface that. It's preseason. But my point being really is cares, these guys are, this is this this is our lineup. Like, it's going to be our lineup, and mm-hmm. they're still struggling against these guys. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy VC. Lots, lots of insight on Jimmy VC. Did the trade make sense? No. Is he a good player? I think he's a good player. I don't, I think... I think I mentioned this on the last episode. He, the trade doesn't make sense when you think of it as they got him to be a depth piece. I think they acquired VC to be a top six player, and I don't think that's a good plan necessarily. No. But if Jimmy VC can score twenty goals, mm-hmm. tripping on the power play, even kill penalties if need be, to win, yeah. a third round pick, you got. Maybe twenty goal scorer in a contract year. Mm-hmm. If they sign him, eh, whatever. If they don't sign him, I'm not losing sleep. I really don't care. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't really people don't really like him. I I think he's okay. He's an okay player. He's another Connor Sherry. It just I'll live with it. He seemed all right. He's a guy who can put the puck in the back of the net. Eichel can knock the puck off his of shin pads in the net. Whatever. Mm-hmm. No. I, I didn't. I didn't realize we're talking about expectations later in the show. So let let what I said be a little mm-hmm. teaser of what's to come. But just watching this, watching these games, just makes me think 
why is this rebuild taking so long? Why are we still rebuilding? Why has it been eight years and we're still in this process? It's everything just moves so slow. There's never any change. There, there has never been a big change in any of these off seasons, but there has been big. I mean, I would say Dean was a huge change. Getting Eichel was a huge change. Those two, those two off but seasons. Just, it's one per year. Where we don't make big trades. Well, what, I mean, the, what were? Let's go over the big moves this off season. They okay. got Johansson. They got Miller. They traded VC. Nylander for Yoki Haru. VC was the big trade. Mm-hmm. Uh, not, not big trade, but it was a trade. Uh, Yoki Haru, I mentioned. Uh, Montour was a deadline acquisition. And they, I think uh, we'll talk about that later. I think they have a decision to make on him. They have to decide on Montour, is this a guy we're going to go forward with for the long term? Because he's an RFA at the end of next season, and he's probably going to command a lot of money. So, And the, we know that the right side is pretty stacked. So I think there's a decision to make there, although I do really like Montour. But <clears throat> I feel like that we're missing a bigger move in the offseason. Uh, I don't think so, actually. No, I don't. No. No, well, Ristolainen, we're still waiting on so, that. If sure I we'll never have to later. talk about a potential Ristolainen trade again. It's like uh, <clears throat> two seasons ago with Evander Kane. Mm-hmm. It was last season, my God. Mm-hmm. It seems like forever ago, but yeah, Evander Kane. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no, it was two seasons ago. Yes. Yeah, Vander Kane, we're talking about that every week. And I just want this Ristolainen stuff to be over with. And yeah. Ristolainen was god-awful in this game. He was terrible. Absolutely terrible. I could not believe my eyes how bad he was. You know what? Um, <clears throat> do you think the the intro video thing has like any indication on who's going to be here and who's not? No. Okay. I don't think so. Okay. They'll just yeah. cut him out of the intro when, yeah. when he gets traded. you got to fill that time with something, though. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do? But have, it's just like, do they have extra B-roll of Jake McCabe? Ristolainen is just so dumb. It's just astonishing. He's just not good defensively. And I hate that they put him with Rasmus Dalin. And I know it's preseason line combos, but come on. He's been with Dalin too much in these preseason games to think that like, oh, it's not going to happen during the regular season. It's a bad idea. It did not work last year. It's not it's not working in preseason because I didn't think Dalin was that good with Ristolainen on his other side. Just End it. No. I, I he think has to go. I, I, I'm at the point now where I am 100% certain they have to trade Ristolainen. I think the whole thing about, oh, Rasmus Dahlin is going to take minutes away from Rasmus Ristolainen and it'll all be fine. No. And the thing is, Ristolainen is still getting yes, tons of ice time. All of that. I know it's, it, it's preseason. Like, we're going to keep saying this. It's preseason. But Ristolainen, when... There's a reason I these have, guys are playing together in preseason. I if have pre- the line combos here. If none of these games mattered, then they wouldn't be playing together. Ristolainen played over half of the first period. Yeah, he played ten out of or eleven out of the twenty minutes in the first. He played half the first period when Dalin, Scandella, Miller, Yoki Haru, and Casey Nelson were all playing. That's pretty much your defense core. All playing, and Ristolainen still playing half of the first period. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, we keep hearing, oh, when his minutes go down, he'll be better. But mm-hmm. who is actually going to lower 
his ice time. Mm-hmm. It hasn't happened yet. We've no. been listening to this since his rookie year. All of that was just it was just speculation. It was never going to happen. And yeah, we're they seeing have that. Miller, Montour, mm-hmm. and Yoki Haru now on the mm-hmm. right side. They can, in theory, lower his ice time, give him a lesser role, but are they going to do it? I don't think so. I think this team could have Eric Carlson and Drew Doughty, and still Ristolainen would be on the first pairing somehow. It, something doesn't click. It's the same thing over and over again, no matter who the regime is. I'm like, It's going to be a really bitter podcast from me. Okay, because I'm do, getting angry. Do we really have reason to be bitter right now? It's preseason. The season hasn't even started I don't, yet. I don't, we're well, look at the line combos. Angry. Yeah. It's I, the same I, thing. I'm, I'm mad about the line combinations. I'm actually furious about the line combinations, and part of me is already doubting Ralph Kruger, but I shouldn't be. I shouldn't be. I need to tell myself it's preseason, and maybe we never see these line combos in, at the start of the season. Listen, maybe we don't, but maybe we will. I maybe we will. am in prove-it-to-me mode. Until something is proven to me that I should care about this team this season, I'm going to be angry and I'm going to be bitter. Should we go over the line combos now that we're at practice? Yeah, let's year? do it. Okay, so my first gripe, and we're already at the top, Jack Eichel on the first line. Okay, mm-hmm. that makes sense, mm-hmm. right? Victor Olofsson on his left side, Sam Reinhart on his right side. I'm looking ahead at that second line. I, I wanna... don't like that Jeff Skinner is not with Jack Eichel. Mm-hmm. They just gave him a monstrous contract, $9 million over eight years. And you're playing him with, we'll, re... we'll go back to that. But you want Jeff Skinner to be in the best possible position to put the puck in the back of the net and if he's not with Jack Eichel, that's a mistake. Mm-hmm. Sam Reinhart, we know what he can do when he is on Jack Eichel's right side, and it's very good. We know what he can do when he's not with Jack Eichel, and it's very good, as we saw in the Saturday preseason game against the Toronto Maple Leafs, where he was fantastic. Sam Reinhart, I would, I think he's going to have a breakout year. If you've been listening. I'm predicting 90 points for Sam Reinhart. Take it to the bank. He's going to get a big payday. 90 points. I don't care. Sue me. Olofsson getting an opportunity with Eichel. Cool. Mm-hmm. He's been playing well in preseason. He's fine in the back of the net. Fine. Not the best situation there, but I'll take it. Second line. Jeff Skinner on the left side. Marcus Johansson playing center. And the villain, Vladimir Sabotka, on the right side. I don't know. I don't understand. Is Am I missing something here? Apparently, he's had a good training camp and Apparently. a good preseason. So. I don't know. I Sabotka wasn't playing in the game I was able to watch. I still have heard nothing but bad things said about Vladimir Sabotka. They were really hyping him up on the broadcast. Of course they are. Like showing a highlight of little plays that he's made. One of those little plays was getting his stick in front of a puck does in that front of the bench, playing top six minutes in though? the neutral Come zone, on. and the puck went off his stick and deflected like two feet. It was He's barely terrible. A play. Vladimir Saboka can't play anymore. He can't. I would rather have Saboka than Scandella on the team though, because Scandella was dreadful. I agree. Um, Scandella was the worst player Scandella, on the ice that Saturday game. Actually, he is on God-awful. Wednesday against the Blue Jackets. He got walked by somebody on the Blue Jackets. I don't remember what his num- what his number or name was. Scandella is horrible. Scandella just got destroyed. Just absolutely walked by. I, and they're not going to wave him. 
They're not going to. We keep... You know, I'll get to this later. Again, you don't learn! Later. I'll get to this later. Jimmy Vesey, Casey Middlestat, Connor Sherry. I like it. I like that line. Not bad. You got two scorers with Middlestat. I'm praying that he can find the score sheet this year. And then the fourth and fifth line, I guess. Scott Wilson, Evan Rodriguez, Kyle Oposo. Snore. That is a dreadful line. Gergensons, Larson, Lazar, Remy Ali, Rasmus Asplund, Tage Thompson. How do any of those guys compliment Rodriguez? They don't. <laughs> I feel like Oposo might have played well with Rodriguez last year, though, whenever they were together. I don't but... even remember because they switched so much. Mm-hmm. And they're going to switch again this year. Yeah. Uh, Remy Ali, Rasmus Asplund, Tage Thompson uh, as the bottom line there. Doesn't bode, it wow, exactly bode well. But, I don't know. I don't, Asplund was very underwhelming in that Saturday game against the Leafs. Very, very underwhelming. See, this is why maybe we shouldn't read too much into these lines, okay? I get it, because Thompson's Thompson, been good, though. He's been Thompson's good. Thompson's going to get playing time. He's going to be on the team. He should. He should. The way he's been playing in training camp, from what I've seen... And what I've heard, he's going to be on the team, and he might have a big role. Well, I mean, uh, that 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 goal he scored against Columbus, that was an everyday goal. That's something you'd see in the regular season. So uh, I think that's good for him, you know. I don't think he's just doing that because it's preseason. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's He that's was shooting. good last year's preseason, too, though. That's a thing. He was know. very good. I remember the, yeah. the Toronto game. All right, let's go to the defense. Darlene and Ristolainen, and stop. Kruger, please. Get Ristolainen away from our sweet boy, for God's sake. Scandella and Miller. Maybe they're putting Scandella with Miller because they think that Miller can elevate his game. I don't know, but I think it's a crime if Marco Scandella is getting top four minutes. Just, oh, my goodness. Uh, Also, Jake McCabe has an upper body injury and missed the rest of preseason. Will it carry over? Who knows? Also, I don't think... I think this happened after the last podcast. Brandon Montour out the rest of preseason with a hand, foot, no, yeah, hand injury, broken hand, I believe. And it might carry over into some time, but expected that it'll be a quick-ish recovery. Uh, Yoki Haru and Nelson. Casey Nelson looked pretty good, pretty good, Casey Nelson. I No complaints there. If he's the seventh defenseman, I'm fine with that. Yokiari looked pretty good as well. John Gilmore, Will Borgen. Gilmore, I don't I like, think he's been a problem. I like John Gilmore. Mm-hmm. I really like John Gilmore. I hope he, I hope they wave Scandella and yeah, see. This is what I'm okay. Well, let's just segue into this now. All all summer, we were hearing Bottrell and Kruger talk about how oh, there's going to be open competition in training camp. It's mm-hmm. good. Trust the process, blah, blah, blah. If a young player steps up and plays better, we're going to give him the spot, and we're not afraid to wave veterans to the AHL and get them out of here. There is no reason that Marco Scandella should be on this team. When's the first game? It is, Penguins? is it a Thursday or a Friday? I think it's a Thursday, next Thursday. We're, are we a week out? It is Thursday, you're right. Yeah. There's no reason Six Marco Scandella should be on this team by next Thursday. Absolutely not. John Gilmore has outplayed him. Will Borgen has outplayed him. Casey Nelson has outplayed him. Every single defenseman that is remaining on the roster has outplayed Marco Scandella. Mm-hmm. Tage Thompson has outplayed many guys on this team. Uh, Dylan Cousins has outplayed 
most, if not all, of the forwards, most of them, and he got sent back to Lethbridge yesterday. Mm-hmm. Now, although I think that Dylan Cousins going back to Lethbridge is a good idea, I think that the GM is a liar. <laughs> he is a filthy liar. Filthy may be a little bit of a no, no overstatement yeah. there, but come on. Why why lie to the fan base like that? Because we know what this team is going to look like. It's very telegraphed. Saboka is still going to be here. Larson, Gergensons, they're all still going to be here. They're not going to wave Scandella. They're going to keep Bristol Linen, and it's all going to be, we're all going to be singing Kumbaya at the end of the day. You know, it's going to be the same. It's going to be the same as last year. They're going to end up with 83 points, and we're going to have the seventh or eighth pick again. And it's just going to be a never-ending cycle of mediocrity. Mm-hmm. It, this is—I'm sick of this. They—you have to take chances sometimes. Give John Gilmore a shot. Why not? What what'll hurt giving John Gilmore a chance mm-hmm. over Marco Scandella? It's time for change. We've been watching Gergensons and Larson here for what is it six years now? Do yep. we need to see like we've seen the full cycle with these guys? From highly touted prospects, Zengis Gergensons was a first-round pick. Remember the Paul Gostad trade? How everyone was like, wow, what a trade. First-round pick for Paul Gostad. They could get seven first-round picks for Paul Gostad, and if you can't draft, it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. that you got seven first-round picks for Paul Gostad if you draft a bunch of players like Zengis Gergensons. They traded up to get Zengis Gergensons. I didn't think they gave up a second-round pick or a third-round pick to move up, like, from 21 to 14. And they draft him. And the rest is history. <laughs> he becomes an, a fringe fourth-line player. Larson, although a very good defensive player, good penalty killer, can't score. You need... Your fourth line to score. I This horse has been dead for like seven years now. I've been saying this over and over. You're not going to win if you get no production out of your third and fourth lines. You're not going to. Oposo cannot play anymore. He's done. He's not. He will be lucky if he gets 30 points again. Uh, Wilson, are you kidding? He, I, that's enough said there. Gergensons cannot produce. Larson cannot produce. Lazar can produce in the AHL, has yet to prove that he can produce in the NHL. Ellie is not going to produce. Not going to produce. Asplund, I mean, I sung the praises of him in Prospects Camp, but he, from what I've seen in preseason, just not there yet. Thompson, we don't know if he can produce yet. He's still very young. Middlestat has yet to show if he can produce. There's like nine question marks there if you're potential bottom six forwards. What are you going to do? You put it best. Nine question marks. There are nine question marks. It's quite eye-opening. And Sabotka can't produce either. We forgot to mention him. Mm-hmm. And what is going to make us think these guys can just come out and each score 20 goals? Yeah, I'm not asking for 20 goals out of the fourth-line guys. Get me 20, 30 points. Just do something. And uh, But what, what, what makes us think anything's going to change with this team? But I have no reason to believe. Jimmy VC is going to come in and completely make us an elite team. We're going to be a wild card team because Colin Miller is here now. Not going to happen. I'm going to say it again. The goaltending's not good enough. Mm-hmm. Goaltending's not good, good enough. enough. 
defense is better. But are they going to trade Ristolainen, make the team better? Are they going to send Scandella to the AHL, bury him? Other teams do it. The Canadians just waived Carl Alsner yesterday, who's a problem contract. It's fine for them. Why can't Buffalo do Isn't it? Isn't it the second time he's been waived? Yes. Oposo. Yeah, he's a great leader. A good father figure to the young players in the room, I guess. But are you going to win with Kyle Oposo on your team? Probably not. It's tough. Yeah, Dylan, you're going to say yeah, the young players go out there and earn it. They can earn a spot. I'm not saying Dylan Cousins should be here through all 82 games, but throw the kid a bone. Mm-hmm. What's it going to hurt him if he plays against the Penguins and the Devils the first two games? Then you send him back. Not at all. Show the kid that, yeah, you played well. We're going to give you a couple games. Show us what you can do. And if he played well, maybe you keep him all nine games. Maybe you do, maybe you don't. Then you send him back. It's not a big deal. He played well. He deserved a spot. And it's for the best of his development to go back and not endure a horrible season. I have no confidence. I just, I know it seems like I've already soured on the team and they haven't even played a game yet, but I just have no confidence. Uh, something just happened. Something happened. What is this? Oh. Oh, never mind. Okay. A nothing trade. The Sharks have acquired Nicholas Malo- Maloche from the Colorado Avalanche for Antoine Bebo. Okay. Well, moving on. Okay. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, there's. There's nothing I can add because you just I, – I completely agree. That's exactly how I feel. You just put it into better words than I can. Um, and I know I, I, I want to stick to this format that we have. But I, I, just looking at that team, I can't, I can't wait. I got to say it's, it's not going to get better. They're intriguing. I'll give them that. They're, 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 they're going to be fun to watch because you don't know what's going to happen, I guess. Yeah, I think I put it this way on the last podcast. I think that they are going to have a sim- not a similar year. They're going to be more – there's not going to be as much uh, losing. Like, it's going to be more spread out. They're not going to go – they're not going to be crazy good at one point and then be terrible the rest. It's going to be even. They're going to be a 500 hockey team, mediocre. Yeah, I hope. But there is hope. There is hope because all these guys that we hate – are going to be gone next year. Everyone's gone. You know, Joe, I'm not even fully convinced about that. It, it, I I have so little faith in this team. Like it, it's it's showing through right now. I, I I don't trust them to make good decisions anymore. They did make some good decisions this off season, though. Not enough to like, put them into playoff uh, playoff contention, but but you got that's the thing. You got to make enough at this point. I guess I'm just I'll never be satisfied. Until and we the team is good. Have again. no right to be satisfied no. right now. No, because there have been. I mean, there was a point where Marco Scandella was hyped up early. Like, oh man, that was the big me, the big move, getting Pominville and Scandella from the Wild, and then what happened? They finished in last place. Uh, Phil Housley was all the hype. Everyone loved Phil Housley, and then what happened? Things really do change so suddenly. I am sorry. This is such a somber podcast. I'm sorry, but we're just just not very hopeful right now. Does does that cover expectations? I mean, (laughs) kind of. Do you want to get to the Booty Cheek of the Week? Yeah. Booty Cheek of the Week. uh, Booty Cheek of the Week. As nominated by you, Joe, is the Winnipeg Jets as a whole, and it hurts me. 
to say that, but um, no Kyle Connor, no Patrick Laine, but hey, here's Mark Letestu and Gabriel Bork. Mark huh? Letestu. You like that? Shot a mustard on the oh, bench yeah. yesterday. God, I was going to say it should be Mark Letestu for doing that, but it's disgusting. I mean, hey, I mean, who needs... Mustard. Who needs your your two young your best two young, young players stars. when you can have Gabriel Bork and Mark Letestu in the lineup? Uh, I don't know what's taking so long. Just give them the money. Uh, you're 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 making Patrick Line angry to the point where he might not want to be here anymore or in Winnipeg anymore. Kyle Connor, I don't know why they don't see what I see and don't just pay the man. Uh, I mean. I think Connor's the next domino to drop. I think the last two guys standing are going to be uh, Rantanen and Line. Well, I think Line will eventually get dealt, though. It's got to get done for the season. Well, they can't afford to get them both signed now. Uh, it seems like Dustin Bufflin might be done. The Dustin Bufflin thing. They're, yes. They've suspended him. They get cap relief. And... Which I don't want that. I don't want that to be how that relationship ends. Mm-hmm. Bufflin's been, there, been a good jet. He's been the franchise. Thrasher. He's... he's He's still good. Um, he can still score. He's still the backbone of that team. He's still their physical presence. If they don't have Dustin Bufflin, their defense is in shambles. Mm-hmm. Their defense yeah. was in shambles with Dustin Bufflin. Imagine how bad it's going to be. I would like him. to see Tucker Pullman make that team. Probably will. He scored yesterday. He probably mm-hmm. will make the team. Yeah. But uh, 31 thoughts, Elliot Friedman. He said that the Jets are looking for a defenseman. And they might be waiting until the Bufflin situation is rectified to trade for one. But there have been discussions with between the Sabres and Jets about a Rissa Lion trade. I know that. And the Ducks, they struck out on Justin Falk. Apparently they were going to give up Andre Cache, Kasha in the trade. Which is, if the Sabres can land Andre Kasha in a Rissa Lion trade, that would be a home run. An absolute home run. The Devils are also looking for a defenseman too. So there are options. There's still a week until the season starts. If there's going to be anything, it's going to be soon. The Blues came from out nowhere to yeah. that trade as well. And they, I, the Blues are interesting because they have Petrangelo they have to sign. They have Falk and Pareko on the right side. They want to repeat. You know, they're, they're coming not? back for it. Uh, it was a fair trade for both sides. Oh, to get a prospect like Dominic Bach and decent defenseman like Joel Edmondson, that's that's a good return. And for a team like the Blues, you're not really giving up a whole lot. I wouldn't compare it to the O'Reilly trade, but it's a decent price to pay for a good piece like Justin Falk. Yeah. So Winnipeg Jets, Kevin Shelley off, whoever you want to say, uh, True North Sports. If I were Kevin Shovel Day off, I would be fearful for my job. If, yeah, especially, especially if they if, exit the playoffs early again. Then yes, I mean he's the guy who got them there, built the team to get there in the first place. I think I think with patience, they're still going to be a competitive team this year. I think even if they don't have if Connor, they don't have Buffalo, if Line A goes for picks and prospects, I think it's a situation where they're being counted out, and maybe no one understands. Because they still have the guys, they still have Wheeler, Shifley is still there, mm-hmm. Shifley's matured since the Dark Ages, and he's a much better player since they were bad originally. Um, I, I just think, it's it's going to be like the Islanders last year. Hopefully. You know, I think that they're in a similar spot where they're being counted out, but um, they still have talented players who are better than they were before Line A and Connor and those guys got mm-hmm. there. And Hellebuck is better than uh, he was before. Um, it's just a better situation overall than they were in before 
all the new guys came in. So um, it's not going to be as terrible as I think. I think at the end of the day, versus the line is going to be a jet. The Jets really like to overvalue uh, mediocre Sabres defensemen. Mm-hmm. And I guess the Jets pro, head pro scout lives in Buffalo. Oh. Well, Hence well, well. Okay. Bolu, Kulikov, Tyler Myers all go to the Winnipeg Jets. Yeah. Uh, I feel like there has to be more sprinkled in there, mm-hmm. but probably not. But uh, anyways, we're going to get to the Suburban Hockey Dad take of the week. All right, and welcome and in. our producer... Mike is going to read it for us. Mr. Again, Mike. if you have a funny suburban hockey dad take, a wild take, uh, take out your phone, record a voice memo, email it to us, or DM us. We'll get in contact somehow, and we'll play it for you. But we don't have uh, any submissions this week, so our producer Mike is going to read it for you right now. I think we have one of the coldest takes in history of takes. So this bum... What's his name? Kevin. 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 Bum Kevin. This looks like on Facebook? Yes, Yes, it's a Facebook post. You know, he comments, I wish they would stop talking about trading Risto. Keep him in Trey Delling, the turnover machine. He has looked god-awful this season, this whole preseason, and half of last season. I know he's young, but I haven't seen anything special whatsoever from the kid. At least Risto is tough. Guys, take it away. Uh... It, I mean, that's colder than that. It, it, it was supposed to get it doesn't that. doesn't get colder than that. It wasn't supposed to get that cold in Buffalo, um, really, until, uh, what, um, later later in October, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it doesn't that get is colder a, than that. I can't believe real people like this exist. And that guy probably has pictures of his grandson, at, you know, Holiday Twin Rings, in his Cheektowaga Warriors uniform, saying, hey, look how good my, my grandson is, but... I hope you get the image in your head of what a suburban hockey dad looks like, because we all know one. We all, we definitely all know one. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. They come in like wearing a adult size Buffalo Regals shirt. Oh my god! Yeah, I love this so much. Uh, do we have anything else? Anything else for expectations? I think we we kind of hit. The uh, the USA Today has us at eighty six points, I believe. Um, I, I'd take eighty six points after eighty six points, a 39, 35, and eight record. See, no, I'm I'm done with that. Yeah, I know. I'm not taking anything other than excellence at this point. Look at where they have the Kings and Senators. My oh my, how the mighty wow. Fall. L.A. The, the tanking Sabres had 54 points. Yeah, uh, USA Today has L.A. at 55 points, and the Senators at 54 points. Ottawa's very bad, though. They're really bad. They're really bad. Uh, but, the I mean... Coyotes at 92? Man. Yeah. They have the devil, or the, the Coyotes in I'm the playoffs. S- hmm. Look at that. I don't think the Penguins are going to make it this year. Really? No. I, I don't see them. I don't think it will ever happen. Malkin and Crosby, as long as they're said around. Uh, I, well, I'm pretty sure Rutherford has said on record that they're not going to rebuild while Crosby's still there. You know who I think is not going to be as good as people think? Uh, the Avalanche. I just think it's not like they don't have a good team. I think team. they're definitely the favorite in the Central. It's it's not that they don't have a good team. It's Besides just, the Blues, of course. but It's just th- things always happen. I bet Dallas misses. I don't believe... The Blues falling off, that's an interesting um, trade-off. I mean, this this is always going to change, but, I mean, this is pretty... Really, the West is so bad, 
Who are the teams that can sneak in over Arizona? Arizona could fall off, and Anaheim could get in. I don't. I or, think uh, Anaheim's a joke. I don't think they're Vancouver good or Edmonton could get in because someone has to make it. Yeah, you know. Uh, in the East, it's a well, lot. You're more. looking at it, probably five from the Central are making it. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think, you think Aval- Jets Avalanche, plays? Predators, Devils, and Blues all make it. Mm-hmm. Or one. I think the the bubble teams are definitely the Jets and the Stars. It'll be close. Mm-hmm. It all depends on if the Jets can rectify the situation with Patrick Laine. Right. If they can add defense, who knows? But the Sharks are probably a safe bet. Coyote, uh, Sharks, Flames, Golden Knights. Yeah, I agree. I agree with their Western predictions. Mm-hmm. I would think that as far as the East goes, four and four, four from each division. It's like, but like a team like the Flyers can come out of nowhere and mm-hmm. take the Blue Jackets spot, and something like that will happen. But I know uh, I'm not feeling too confident about the Sabers being that team that swoops in and takes our team spot. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I know that we sound like a bunch of Debbie Downers right now, but it just... Joe, I have always... Does, we want them to make the playoffs, obviously. I don't know how many times just, I've said on this show, I'm just calling it how it is. I'm not... We are just telling not going to sugarcoat it. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know... We're not state-sponsored propaganda. The Sabres could be a golden piece of shit. Ooh, there at, we go. At the, yeah. At yeah. The, at the core of it, they're still shit. Let's go. But, yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That Swearing. Just telling, Let's telling go. It is, so. Good. That, that's, that's it. The they're just a golden show. piece of shit. Yep. <laughs> Big old piece of poop. That's what this team is. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. The core of it, there's they may be gold, but they're still... Mm. Poop. As Andre three thousand once said, roses really smell like poo poo poo. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Anyways, let's, and the, the uh, let's Sabres get are into, outcasts in the NHL. Let's get into some questions here. Mm-hmm. Uh, for each podcast, we're gonna take to either Twitter, or Instagram. Again, follow us on Twitter, or Instagram at the Charging Buff. Got some good stuff planned for the future. A giveaway. Mm-hmm. You're all gonna love that. Uh, don't want to give away too much there. No pun intended. I don't even but. think I've heard about it. Oh. <laughs> But anyways, yeah, that's coming. Uh, stay tuned for that. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram where you can get your questions in and you can get shout out on the podcast. Oh, here we go. Catbot401 on Instagram. He asks, or she, is it the goaltending or defense that is hurting the Sabres? Both. <laughs> Both. Well, last year it was the defense too, but mm. the defense has been the biggest position that has been turned around. So we will really know this year if the defense is actually legit. If I have to is give the you goaltending still bad. So they're If I have to give a real answer, the defense. Mm-hmm. Cuz the defense at times is just awful. Yeah. Last year. I agree. And for the most part it should be wait, hold on. Speaking of defense, what about where does Zach Bogosian fit on this team when he comes back from injury? Um, because who's gonna trade for him? No one. It, he's he's a lost cause too. Yeah, and if it, was he getting paid five point one or five point two million dollars? That's a, too is much. this his last year? Yes, it is. Okay, he won't be back. I, I can assure you that. Mm-hmm. But he should come back. You would think at some point, November, December, and then what? 
Does he go to Rochester? There's no room down there for him in Rochester because there's the vet, vet, uh, the veteran rule. So, I don't know. They can't send everyone to Rochester, I'll tell you that. So, that's interesting. But I think I think the goaltending is going to hurt them this year. And it's going to be a shame if they're an okay team that is playoff caliber, but they're just sunk by goaltending, mm-hmm. which I could see that happening. Now, there's one guy who I think could be a target at the trade deadline if they're in it and they need a goalie to potentially put them over the top, and that is Jacob Markstrom. Okay. I think he's a name that could come for cheap. If you got to give up a second or a third-round pick, maybe a defenseman to the Canucks, because they're, they're all in on Thatcher Demko. Demko should, in theory, be able to challenge Markstrom for the starting job this year. If he does that, Markstrom's in the final year of his deal. Buffalo needs a goaltender beyond this year because I don't think they can go into next season with Carter Hutton and Linus Allmark as their two goalies. The only thing with that is I think Vancouver is so thin at goalie. We'd have to send them Hutton, Hutton which, which would make sense. If you, you know. if you do Hutton and like a third, Hutton and Casey Fitzgerald, mm-hmm. Hutton and something else, just pulling stuff out of nowhere here. You gotta do something, mm-hmm. and if they if goaltending's hurting them, why not go after a guy like Jacob Markstrom, right. who would be a, a upgrade for sure, and he could hypothetically lead them to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You would hope at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one from Nick Tracy: Gilmore or Marco Scandella? Which one makes the roster, if either, in your opinion? Scandella makes the roster. I agree. I think... Because he's been here. I think what Bottrell and Kruger are saying about the open competition is just a bunch of lies. Mm-hmm. Just a bunch of lies. A bunch of baloney. He's saying, yeah. Gilmore played better than Scandella, mm-hmm. but he's not going to make the team because Marco Scandella is making $4 million, and Terry Pagula, I don't think he's going to allow that. If you don't, if, if you don't say that, that it's an open competition, then no one's going to try. So you have to say it. It's obligatory. Uh, Josh D sixty one thoughts on Cousins being sent down. I gave my thoughts. What do you think? I'm disappointed, um, especially since he has to play in juniors again, um, and we won't hear much from him for well, really until next year's uh, prospect camp or uh, what have you. So I'm disappointed, but um, he wasn't going to spend the whole year up here anyway. So yeah, nine games wouldn't make a difference in the win loss column. So. It's it's whatever mm. for me. Uh, next one from Gallantry Havoc. Hmm. Hope I pronounced that right. Uh, will Risto be traded before the trade deadline? We'll keep going over this question every week until it actually happens. I I just I don't think so because I I I feel like it would have been done already. It should have been done already. It's hard to read where this team is at with him. If he's going to be traded, he's going to be a Jet or a Duck. That's it. But maybe waiting until the deadline's a smart move. Maybe his value is just really low right now. Maybe he has some sort of a bounce back year, and they get a lot for him at the deadline. Remember, he's will have two years left on his contract after this year. Mm-hmm. So you never know. Maybe they will get more. Because if you're gonna get, if you're trade, like remember the Thomas Tatar trade when he got traded to Vegas. They uh, yes, Evander Kane netted a second, a guaranteed second round pick. Mm-hmm. which could be a first-round pick, a low-level prospect, and a low pick. Mm-hmm. And then Tatar got traded for a first, a second, and a third. And everyone was like, oh, my God, Kane's better than this guy. How come 
Tatar United more. Tatar had more term on his contract. Mm-hmm. So maybe Ristolainen gets dealt at the trade deadline and he gets more just because he's got the term and he's a right-handed shot. Mm-hmm. Possible, I wouldn't, I don't know. Take that for what it's worth. Uh, thanks for that. Crow5, does Curtis Lazar make the team? I think so. I think he's going to make the team. Yep. And I hope he is playing and not Zemgus Gergensen. Mm-hmm. Again, if Gergensen makes, makes the 23-man roster and he's just sitting in the press box, whatever. Gergensen's will never be scratched. He should be. He was scratched a few times last year, though. Not enough. Not enough. <laughs> but I hope. I hope he is scratched. I, I mean, I'd rather see Curtis Lazar than some experiences, even though they're kind of the same player. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Uh, where does Tage Thompson fit in the lineup? I don't want him on the fourth line. That comes from Sabres 923. Thompson should be. I want to see him get a chance in the top six, because why not? He should be a constant in the third on the third line, middle six kind of guy, and should be able to come up to the second line. I do not want to see two. him with Johan Larson and Gergensen no. and Lazar give him a chance with better players. They absolutely should not put him on the fourth line. I can tell you that. Mm-hmm. If he's going to be in the fourth line, put him in Rochester. Mm-hmm. And they they mishandled him so much last year. Mm-hmm. Imagine if Thompson played seventy five percent of the season in Rochester last year. And he scored 25 goals, had 57 points. People would be very excited for him. But he struggled here. He was in the press box at the beginning of the season last year. He had his ups and downs, but he finished very strong in Rochester. I believe in Tage Thompson. He's still young. He put on like 13 pounds, something like that. So that's good to hear. So, yeah, I think he's going to have a good year, I hope. If... See, like when we're talking about the playoff discussion, mm-hmm. you need Thompson to step up and score 20 goals. You need uh, Eichel to step up and reach that 90, 95 point threshold. You need Reinhardt to step up and be an elite point producer. Mm-hmm. You need Middlestat to step up and be the second line center. You need Ristolainen to turn it around. You need Dalin to. Take another step. You need everything. You need competent goaltending. Mm-hmm. You see, you, that's, just, you need the team to You progress. need everything to yeah. go right for mm-hmm. this team to make the playoffs. Yeah. And will that happen? I don't know, but you need all the right dominoes to fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, Daw 10. Is La- Patrick Line worth trading for? What do you think? Yes. You need goal scoring? Go out and get a goal scorer. That's that's the beautiful thing about goal scorers. They go through scoring droughts because that's all they do is score goals. We need a guy who just scores goals. Mm-hmm. We just need another goal scorer. And Skinner, Skinner's a goal scorer, but he is a great five-on-five player. He great power play play. Skinner's just good. Mm-hmm. Jeff Skinner is a good hockey player. Mm-hmm. He's so good. Now, they, like, add another pure goal scorer like that. I'm for trading for line A, but I think it's just too... Much mm-hmm. like give him a bridge deal if you can get him under like seven million, that'd be cool. I don't think it's not gonna happen though. Uh, we'll do a couple more. Uh, over or under 25 goals for Victor Olofsson, over or under 75 points for Sam Reinhardt. That comes from Stabby Five. I'm taking the over for both of them. I agree. I think it's it's very good. Uh, it's a very good benchmark for both of them. Actually, I think Olafson's going to be hovering around twenty four, twenty five goals. 
I say over. He'll probably. I don't think he'll get thirty. He'll probably be somewhere in between. Olafson's gonna be a real good player. Reinhardt, he had sixty-five points last year. Even if they take a step forward, his point production should just naturally go mm-hmm. up. So yeah, we're gonna take the over for both of those. Uh, we'll take another over/under question. Darlene, over or under fifty-six points? Over. Dalene truly becomes the best defenseman, this and it's going to be widely recognized. This is tough. I'm going to take the over two, I believe. And playing with it, it is he playing with Ristolainen though? That's going to affect his production. I think. I don't know. I think he gets it. Despite I think the reason he doesn't get more is because he plays with Ristolainen. How about that? Maybe. Hope so. Uh, yeah, a little bit of a shorter episode today. We were at the 48-minute mark. I think we're going to call it. Though it took there. two hours to record for various reasons. <laughs> true, true, true. But no one would know. No one mm-hmm. would know. No one knows. say it. But, yeah, we thank you all for listening. We'd like to thank our sponsor, Just Dish Naki. Again, check out their website, justdishnaki.com. Check out their social media at Just Dishin, uh for great stuff in the future. Use code TCB at checkout for 10% off. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter as well, Joe TCB NHL, LVKETCB, and again follow the Charging Buffalo on Twitter and Instagram at the Charging Buff. And we'll be back Monday, hopefully, for another episode of the Charging Buffalo podcast. Also, check out our website, ChargingBuffalo.net, and follow us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Just search for the Charging Buffalo podcast. You should find us, and there's a podcast tab on our website, chargingbuffalo.net, where you can listen to all of our episodes as well. And we appreciate you all for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode where we will preview the Buffalo Sabres season and hopefully talk about some moves. All right, we'll see you then.